Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. makeshift studios in the shadow of south central virginia this is the cup of joe wrestling show and i am your host joey harris follow the show on twitter at cup of joe pod email the show at cup of joe wrestling show at gmail.com and folks as always back and had to go to the post office again today and i'm in line to mail some packages and i'm just about to get called up and there's a woman that comes in behind me and from i'm assuming her phone i hear you've got mail the exact voice and clip from AOL. I don't know if it's her ringtone or if it's her notification that she actually has email, but talk about going back to the late nineties, early two thousands there. That was a flashback right there. But today project 45 doesn't go back that far as we only go back four years to the year 2018 and the look at the first all women's WWE pay-per-view evolution. WWE Evolution took place on pay-per-view October the 28th, 2018 from the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island, New York. There were 10,900 in attendance. Hat tip to TJRWrestling.com for their review of this event. The opening video package focused on the evolution of women's wrestling in WWE, featuring comments from several of the women that are in matches on this show. It also featured clips promoting the key matches on the show. There was a shot of the live crowd at Evolution with Michael Cole welcoming us to the show. A musical performance took place with guitarist Nita Strauss in the ring and a singer named Lizzie Hale in the aisle singing about Evolution, Revolution, and all that stuff. There was a guy on the drums, too. They played for about three minutes and the crowd cheering them when it was over. The announced team of Michael Cole, Renee Young, and WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix were at ringside to call the action. Beth had a Bull Nakano shirt on under her jacket. The show begins with Lillian Garcia in the ring to do the introductions for the first match. So it's good to see her back in the ring. Always good to see Lillian. Trish Stratus was up first to a huge ovation. She did her pointing routine that Alexa Bliss likes to make fun of. Lita joined Stratus for the opener. Good reaction for Lita as well. They're both in their early 40s here and still in incredible shape. Trish has a son and daughter while Lita has no kids. Alexa Bliss makes her introduction to do a promo. She was taken out of the tag team match due to a concussion that prevented her from being cleared. Bliss was dressed like Alice in Wonderland. Bliss did old jokes telling them to turn their hearing aids up while introducing Alicia Fox as the Mad Hatter and Mickey James was dressed as the Queen of Hearts. Just a quick moment to point out that the entrance area isn't much because it was just three screens, kind of like what you see at a WWE live event. In fact, I went to a WWE live event about a week before this. The main Raw TV stage was in Charlotte, North Carolina for Raw on Monday. For the matches, they used house show style lighting with a spotlight on the arena and dark on the crowd, similar to what WWE does for TakeOver specials. Trish Stratus and Lita versus Mickey James and Alicia Fox with Alexa Bliss. Lita worked over James with punches. Fox tagged in. Lita tossed her across the ring by the hair and Lita hit a running clothesline against the turnbuckle. Lita tossed James into the ring. Stratus went down on all fours. 
and Lita hit a running clothesline Hardy style on Fox and James against the turnbuckle. Stratus took down Fox with a snapmare while telling her that she said she wanted to face James. That led to James tagging in for the big showdown with Stratus. The fans cheered their showdown between two women with 13 championships in WWE. Stratus took control with a Thez press leading to punches. James with a kick and James blocked a Trish move against the turnbuckle. They got into a slugfest on the top rope, one by Trish leading to a Hurricane Rana off the top by Stratus 4-2. Lita got the tag. James bailed to the floor, and the heels teased leaving. Trish and Lita brought them back in the ring. Fox missed a kick on Lita, and the kick hit James. Lita went up top, but Bliss went into the ring to pull Lita down while the ref was checking on Fox. That drew big boos from the crowd. That led to the heels working over Lita in their corner of the ring for a few minutes with James grounding Lita with a headlock. Trish went into the ring to help Lita with a head scissor spot, but James took down Lita with a neck breaker for two. Fox tagged in with her Northern Lights suplex for a two count. Lita hit a reverse DDT on Fox, leading to Stratus tagging in against James. Stratus with a punch, two headlock takeovers, and Stratus hit a sit-out spinebuster for a two count. Stratus worked over James with chops. James with a kick and a roll up for a two count. Stratus connected with the Stratus faction. She covered James yelling Foxy and Fox was too late to break it up. So the referee just stopped counting. The fans booed because they could tell something went wrong there. Lita hit a twist of fate on Fox. Lita went up top and hit a moonsault on Fox and James at the same time. Stratus hit a chick kick on James for the pinfall. The Bella twins were interviewed backstage by Kayla Braxton. The Bella said they were dedicating their match to Ronda Rousey's mom and said that she deserved so much better while claiming that Ronda's mom can be in the Bella army. Nikki said that when she walks out of the show, she's walking out as the new Raw Women's Champion. There were comments from Sasha Banks, Asuka, Kelly Kelly, and Lillian Garcia talking about WWE's evolution of women's wrestling. Lillian Garcia was in the ring to announce the 20 Women Battle Royal. The women were given an entrance. The Spanish and German announced teams were shown at ringside. The Miz was seated in the front row behind the German announce table. It was a 21 women battle royal earlier in the week, but with Alicia Fox in the tag team match, that meant it was 20 women here. The order of entrance, Naomi, Michelle McCool, Sonya Deville, WWE Hall of Famer, Alundra Blaze in her first WWE match in 23 years and about 18 years overall. Carmella, R-Truth was shown in the crowd to support his mixed match challenge partner. Zelina Vega, Kelly Kelly, Tamina, Ember Moon, Lana, Maria Kanellis. They showed husband Mike Kanellis in the crowd with their daughter. Mandy Rose, Molly Holly, Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, Ivory, Asuka, winner of the Royal Rumble this past January as they showed Miz and Marie supporting her in the crowd. Tori Wilson, and the iconic duo of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay were up last. There was a promo from Royce and Kay ripping on Long Island. They spoke about how they saw some of their childhood heroes that helped pave the way for tonight, so they will pay them back by tossing them over the top rope and back to obscurity. Royce said that it was their last chance in the spotlight, and Kay said that soon it will all be over. Kay told them they can go back to doing what losers do. They said that the future is iconic, followed by their pose. Battle Royal to earn a future championship match. The match started with Kay and Royce getting attacked by the legends in the match, leading to the Iconics getting eliminated easily. The part-timers were surrounded by the current stars. 
Rose and Deville working together against Molly Holly and eliminated Molly with Sonya kicking her out of the ring. Rose and Deville also worked as a team to eliminate Kelly. Wilson tried to eliminate Deville, so Rose made the save and hit a knee that knocked Wilson out of the ring to eliminate her. Deville was on the apron after going over the top, so Rose punched Deville out to turn on her partner. I doubt that will lead to a split of the duo, but it was just a spot to do in the match. Blaze hit a double clothesline to take out Asuka and Naomi. Jax picked up Blaze and gently put her over the top rope to the floor. I thought that Blaze could have done more. Maria hit a DDT on Jax and a jawbreaker on Tamina. Maria hit the most gentle Bronco Buster ever on Tamina. Jax gently placed Maria on the apron followed by a headbutt to eliminate her. Tamina with a super kick on Vega and a Samoan drop on Carmella. That set up the Naya showdown with Tamina, but instead of fighting each other, they beat up the other women in the match to knock them all down. Tamina with a body slam that eliminated Lana. That led to a contrived spot in the ring where four women suplexed four other women at the same time. Carmella went back into the ring leading to a dance break spot with R-Truth cheering it. Ivory joined Carmella in the dance break. Rose tried to eliminate Ivory, but Ivory held on, so Carmella eliminated Mandy. Brooke with an elbow on Moon against the turnbuckle, but Moon suplexed Brooke out of the ring to eliminate her. Moon went for a springboard attack, but McCool stopped her with a boot to the face. Moon with a back body drop that sent McCool to the apron, and Moon kicked McCool to eliminate her. Asuka and Naomi worked together on Tamina with Naomi hitting a drop kick, but Tamina hit a back body drop to send Naomi over the top to the floor. There were six women in the ring, plus Zelina Vega, who was out of the ring. Moon hit a DDT on Jax. Moon and Carmella completely messed up some head scissors spot, with Cole saying rather unique to try to explain it. Moon sent Carmella to the apron and punched her out. Tamina hit a running splash on Moon against the turnbuckle. Ivory was impressive as she hit a crossbody block on Tamina. Ivory celebrated on the middle rope. She got knocked to the apron, and Asuka hit a running butt splash that knocked Ivory out of the ring. The final showdown featured Asuka, Ember Moon, Tamina, Nia Jax, and also Zelina Vega, who was still not in the ring. The fans chanted NXT as Asuka and Moon faced off since they had great matches in NXT. Moon with a super kick to the face of Asuka, and Moon sent Asuka over the top to eliminate her. When Moon turned around, Tamina wanted a super kick, but Moon was ready for it. Tamina with a spinning slam on Moon. Tamina with a super kick on Jax. The crowd was fully behind Moon chanting Let's Go Ember as she battled against the two bigger women. Moon up top and she hit a eclipse on Tamina. Moon picked up Tamina to eliminate her. It's down to Moon with Jax plus Zelina Vega who was not in the ring. The fans chanted Let's Go Ember as Jax tossed Moon across the ring. Jax sent Moon to the apron. Moon managed to power Jax over the top to the apron where Zelina Vega showed up to try to eliminate both women. Vega thought she'd eliminated both women, but they held on. Jax picked up Vega and tossed her over the top, right into Tamina in the aisle to help Vega break her fall. Moon with a drop kick on Jax. Two clotheslines. Moon charged and Jax dropped Moon with a spine buster. Jax easily tossed Moon over the top to eliminate her at 16 minutes and 10 seconds to win the match. Nia Jax celebrated the win. They showed Ada Johnson in the crowd who was The Rock's mother and Nia's aunt. Nia Jax was interviewed by, in the ring by Charlie Caruso, who told Jax that she was making history. Jax said she did this for her family, while adding this is about the championship. She knows what it's like to be the champion, and now she's closer to that championship again. Jax said whoever wins between Ronda and Nikki should enjoy the moment as champion because it won't last long. Jax hugged Dada at ringside. 
A video aired about WWE superstars working with a program called Girl Up. Go to girlup.org for more info. There were women representing Girl Up that were shown in the crowd. The video package aired about this year's May Young Classic Tournament with the finals of Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. The winner of the May Young Classic gets a trophy. Tony Storm entered first, followed by Shirai. May Young Classic Finals, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. There was some mat wrestling early on, followed by handshake. The fans were cheering for both women, but it sounded like more support for Storm. Drop kick off the ropes from Storm. Shirai with a cartwheel to avoid an attack, leading to a drop kick. Knees to the ribs by Shirai gets a two count. Shirai grounded Storm by hooking on the arms, and Storm got her foot on the bottom rope to break free. Storm with a suplex that sent Shirai right on the back of the neck, followed by a running butt splash against the turnbuckle. Storm went up top, but Shirai got back to her feet and drop kicked Storm off the top to the floor. Shirai went up top and connected with an impressive moonsault to the floor that took out Storm on the mat. That was awesome. They battled on the apron, with Storm hitting a headbutt, followed by a German suplex on the ring apron. Ouch. It's the hardest part of the ring, as Beth pointed out, so take a shot if you're drinking at home. The crowd was chanting for both women as Shirai got back in the ring before the 10 count. They exchanged forearms with Shirai, beating her down, followed by an uppercut palm strike, but Storm hit a clothesline. Storm hit the Storm Zero sit-out powerbomb for a two-count as Shirai kicked out at the last moment, with Storm selling it like she was stunned by Shirai kicking out. Shirai drove Storm throat first into the middle ropes, followed by a 619 double boots to the face. Shirai with the sunset flip off the top rope into a pin for a two count. That was a great near fall. Shirai charged with a double knee attack against the turnbuckle. Shirai went for a moonsault off the top rope, but Storm got the knees up to block. Storm hit a Storm Zero sit-out powerbomb for a pinfall win at 10:20. Winner by pinfall and winner of the May Young Classic 2018, Tony Storm. After the match was over, Storm celebrated the win. Storm and Shirai hugged in the ring. The trio of Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, and Sarah Amato were in the ring with flowers for the women. Triple H gave Storm a hug. Stephanie gave Tony the flowers and a big hug. Sarah gave Shirai the flowers. Storm was handed the Mae Young Classic trophy by Triple H as well. This was the match of the night so far. That was a really good final sequence leading up to the pin. A commercial aired for Crown Jewel airing this Friday, November the 2nd, on the WWE Network. There was a video with women talking about evolution of women's wrestling in WWE. There were comments from Alundra Blaze, Naomi, and Eve Torres. The Riot Squad trio make their entrance. The international announce teams were shown from their announcer's row in the arena. Sasha Banks, Natalya, and Bailey made their entrance with all of them getting good ovations. Finn Balor was shown in the crowd with a hugger section signed for his buddy Bailey, who was his mixed match challenge partner. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalya versus the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan. There was a nice double team move by Natalya and Banks that was like a heart attack clothesline that the Heart Foundation of Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart used to do. The faces were in control as Bailey hit a drop kick on Logan on the floor. Bailey went for an attack against Riot but Logan hit a dropkick that sent Bailey into the ring post. Cole did his usual thing of saying that Riot is a future champion. Morgan grounded Bailey with an armbar. Logan worked over Bailey a bit. Riot with a slingshot into a forearm from Logan for a two count. Logan worked over Bailey with kicks against the turnbuckle. Bailey sent Logan face first into the top turnbuckle two times. Bailey tried to tag out, but Logan stopped her. 
Bailey knocked Riot and Morgan off the apron, but Riot tripped up Bailey. Bailey managed to fight out of the corner with a punch on Morgan and a clothesline on Riot. Bailey tossed Logan out of the ring, so Logan tripped up Natalia and hit a clothesline. Bailey finally broke free by kicking away Riot, and Banks got the hot tag with a drop kick on Riot. Banks with a knee lift on Riot. Banks up top and she hit a Thez press into a two count. Riot with a kick to the gut. Banks with a roll up for a two count. Another knee to the face and Riot with a kick. Bailey got the tag. Banks with a backstabber and Bailey hit a Bailey to belly for two as Morgan shoved Banks onto Bailey to break up the pin. Morgan tagged in against Banks with Banks hitting double knees to the face of Logan. Banks went for a somersault dive over the top rope that looked like she did not make it far enough and the heels caught her on the floor. The riot squad sent Banks into the barricade. Morgan off the top of the clothesline. Logan slammed Riot onto Banks and Natalia broke up the pin. Logan sent Natalia out of the ring. Morgan back in with a kick to the head of Banks. Riot up top and Bailey went into the ring to cover Banks. So Bailey hit a senton splash off the top rope onto Bailey and Banks for a two count. Why would Bailey not just push Banks out of the way instead of laying on her? Anyway, Riot was mad that it wasn't enough to win. Banks avoided a kick by Morgan. Logan lifted up Riot and a slim missed. Natalia got the tag against Logan with Natalia hitting a spinning clothesline, a German suplex, and a face-first slam while Riot and Morgan each made tags. Natalia slapped Riot into Logan and went for a double sharpshooter, which looked good. Morgan got back in the ring with a jumping knee attack to the face of Natalia for a two count. There was a shot of Banks and Bailey out on the floor against the ring. Morgan with a jumping stomp to the back of Natalia. Bailey tagged in. Natalia with a powerbomb on Morgan. Bailey with a macho man elbow drop off the top onto Morgan. Banks tagged in and Banks hit a frog splash like Eddie Guerrero on Morgan for the pinfall win at 13 minutes and 10 seconds. The winning trio of Banks, Bailey, and Natalia celebrated the win while the Riot Squad left together looking disappointed. This seemed like a by-the-numbers match where everyone got their moment. There were comments from Stephanie McMahon, Molly Holly, Alicia Fox, and Nia Jax talking about Evolution. The video package aired for the NXT Women's title match with Kyrie Sane defending against Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler made her entrance first. There were NXT women shown watching the match. Kyrie Sane made her pirate entrance with Cole, noting that she was a yachting expert. Sane had the NXT title in a treasure chest. NXT Women's Championship, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. There was some good mat wrestling to start with Baszler trying to slap on a choke, but Sane broke free and hit a sliding clothesline against the turnbuckle. Sane with two boots to the ribs of Baszler. When they left the ring, Sane with a hard slap to the face of Baszler. Baszler took control, sending Sane face first into the steel steps. Back in the ring, Baszler with a knee to the face against the turnbuckle and a spinning slam got a two count. Baszler stepped on the hand of Sane and Baszler stomped on the left arm of Sane. That's the spot that Baszler has done before, which is an effective way to work on a body part. Baszler slapped on the key lock submission on the left arm of Sane, but Sane got a roll up for a two count. Baszler with an arm bar on Sane and then she wrenched back on the left arm of Sane. They got into a slugfest as they exchanged forearms in the center of the ring. Basil with a running knee, but Sane stopped her attempt at a repeat with a spinning back fist to the face. The fans chanted NXT for both women. Sane pulled back on Basil's legs, but Basil broke free and kicked on the left arm of Sane. 
Sane came back with punches. Basil whipped Sane in the turnbuckle, and Sane hit a spear that looked very impressive. Sane with a running shoulder tackle, followed by a flipping net breaker for a two count. Sane with an Alabama slam out of the corner. Basil got back into it by grabbing the arm of Sane in another armbar. Basil tried a lifting slam, but Sane countered with a DDT. Sane went up top. Basil rolled to the floor to avoid the attack, and Sane hit a crossbody block off the top onto Basil on the floor. That was awesome. Basler sent Sane into the barricade. Basler's charge and Sane hit a back body drop that sent Basler over the top rope onto the floor onto other NXT women in the front row. Jessamine Dukes, who is an ally of Basler, grabbed Sane, so Sane hit her with a backhand. Marina Shafir distracted and Sane hit a back fist to take her out. Basler with a curfita clutch submission. Sane countered into a pin attempt. The finish they did at TakeOver in August for the title change. And Baszler kicked her off, leading to a kick from Duke to Sane that the referee never saw. Baszler slapped on the Kirifuda clutch again. Sane tried to fight out, but she passed out and Baszler won the match to become the NXT Women's Champion again. The match went 12 minutes and 10 seconds. After the match was over, Baszler celebrated with the NXT Women's title. Baszler is the first ever two-time NXT Women's Champion. Baszler's friend, Jessamine Dukes, and Marina Shafir left with Baszler. These three, along with Ronda Rousey, are the four horsewomen from MMA that all have WWE deals now. There were more comments from WWE superstars about Evolution. This time, it was Ember Moon, Otta Johnson, Vicky Guerrero, and Maurice, who was holding her baby daughter. The video package aired for the last women's standing match for the SmackDown Women's title featuring Becky Lynch defending the title against Charlotte Flair. Great video. It was notable that they edited it in booze for Lynch, which is lame on WWE's part. Charlotte Flair was up first wearing her usual peacock robe. It looked like a new robe for her, which isn't surprising for a special occasion like this match. Michael Cole bringing up that Ric Flair was in the first Halloween Havoc 29 years ago that day. They don't bring up the fact that they own WCW intellectual property a lot. Becky Lynch made her entrance as the SmackDown Women's Champion with the fans giving her a huge ovation. They were chanting Becky, Becky, Becky for her. The women stood in the ring for the championship intros done by JoJo. SmackDown Women's Championship in the last women's standing match. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. The fans chanted Let's Go Becky as the match began. The referee is Mike Chioda, who is the most experienced referee in WWE. Lynch said it was her time. Flair shoved her down and Lynch came back with a clothesline. Lynch with a running forearm, a leg drop. Lynch mocked the Flair strut and hit another running leg drop. Flair with a shoulder block to the ribs. Lynch followed Flair to the top rope and hit a slam off the top. Lynch hit a exploder suplex leading to the ref counting. I'm not going to mention every ref count because there were a lot in a match like this. Flair avoided an attack. Lynch hit the mat hard, and Flair hit a running boot to the face. Lynch sent Flair face first into the turnbuckle. Lynch dumped Flair out of the ring. Lynch followed Flair out of the ring, and Lynch hit Flair with a kendo stick five times through the back. Flair was writhing in pain from it, but Flair blocked it, and Lynch kicked Flair in the ribs. The fans chanted, we want tables, so Lynch grabbed a chair from under the ring. Flair tossed her chair into the ring. Each woman tossed about six chairs each into the ring. There was a pile of chairs in the ring. Flair's 
grabbed the table from under the ring, which led to Lynch forearm off the steps. Flair came back with an overhead belly-to-belly suplex on Lynch on the floor. Lynch grabbed a chair and hit Flair in the back with it. Lynch jabbed Flair in the ribs with the chair followed by a chair shot to the back of Flair. Back in the ring, Lynch talks Flair back first onto the chairs. Lynch put some chairs in a pile. Flair counted Lynch and hit a belly-to-back suplex that sent Lynch into the chairs. The referee counted Lynch down for about an eight count. Flair pulled out a table from under the ring. Flair on the apron and Lynch hit a jumping kick that knocked Flair down. Flair got back up while Lynch set up a table in the ring. Lynch picked up Flair and slammed her back first onto the chairs. Flair was back at eight with Lynch hitting her with a forearm. Lynch set Flair up on the table by the turnbuckle. Lynch went up top. Flair got back up and tripped up Lynch, leading to boos from the crowd. Flair worked over Lynch with forearms to the chest. Flair went up top and jumped off of the moonsault onto Lynch on the table, but the table did not break. I assume it was supposed to break, but it didn't break. Flair set up the table again. Flair put Lynch on the table. Flair went to the apron to climb the ropes, regular style, and Flair hit a swanton bomb onto Lynch through the table. That was an impressive move by Flair. Lynch was down for about a nine count. Flair brought a ladder into the ring, which seems like a weird weapon to use in this match, but Lynch found a way to use it with a body slam onto the ladder that was folded in the ring. Flair came back with a chop block to the back of the leg of Lynch. Flair picked up a ladder sideways, put Lynch's feet against the ladder, and stomped on the right knee. Flair wrapped up the legs of Lynch around the ladder, and Flair slapped on a figure four variation that she turned into the figure eight submission. That's a very creative spot. I guess that's why they wanted to bring the ladder into it. Lynch was tapping out, but that can't end this match. Lynch grabbed the steel chair. The ref gently kicked it closer to her and hit Charlotte's legs with it to break the hold. Lynch landed on her feet on the floor to break the count at seven. Lynch drove Flair back first into the steel steps. Lynch was favoring her right leg as she whipped Flair face first into the ring post. Lynch grabbed her SmackDown women's title and tried to limp her way out of the building. Flair chased after Lynch in the crowd. Flair hit Lynch with about a dozen chops to the chest as they made their way back to the ringside area. Beth Phoenix claimed that Becky bailed on Charlotte when Charlotte's dad was sick and she needed him most. Actually, Ric Flair was sick in the summer of 2017, not this year, so I'm not sure what Beth was going for there. The match was around 20 minutes at this point. The women made their way back to the announcer's area with Flair clearing off the German announce table at ringside. Flair brought a ladder out from under the ring and set it up beside the announce table. Lynch got back into it with the title to the head. Lynch sent Flair face first into the announce table. Lynch put Flair on the announce table. Lynch climbed the ladder. You could see referee Kyoto holding the ladder to steady it for her, and Lynch hit a leg drop off the ladder through Charlotte, which broke the announce table. That was impressive. The referee counted them both down as fans chanted, This is awesome at them. Flair was back to her knees around eight, so Lynch charged at Flair with a kick. Lynch dumped three leather chairs from ringside onto Flair. Lynch put half of a broken table on Flair. The referee countered Flair down under the chairs. Flair was back up around nine, although it was very close. Lynch freaked out as Flair unloaded on Lynch with six kendo stick shots to the back. Flair hit a spear on Lynch on the floor. Flair went over to the table that was set up on the floor. 
Flair placed Lynch onto the table. Flair tried to climb up to the top, but Lynch hit a powerbomb off the middle ropes that sent Charlotte through the table to the floor. Ouch. That was a rough landing. Flair got back to her knees, but she couldn't stand up, and Flair collapsed at the nine count to give Lynch the win at 28 minutes and 40 seconds. After the match was over, Lynch walked up to the entrance area where she held up her SmackDown Women's Championship as a confident champion. Meanwhile, Flair managed to get back up to her knees and nodded her head as if to say Lynch got the better of her this time. A commercial aired for WWE.com, then another commercial aired for Kay's Jewelers. The announcers promoted Crown Jewel this Friday, November the 2nd at 12 p.m. Eastern Time with the main show. Some fans booed as they saw the Crown Jewel logo. The announce team went over the matches. The brackets for the World Cup tournament will be announced on Raw and SmackDown this week. The video package aired for the Raw Women's Championship with Ronda Rousey defending against Nikki Bella with Brie. The Bellas turned on Ronda about three weeks ago to set up this match. The Bella Twins duo of Nikki and Brie Bella made their entrance. They received some cheers and boos. Brie had a flag that said the Bella Lucian on it. Ronda Rousey got a huge reaction as she made her entrance with the Raw Women's title on her shoulder. They stood in the ring for the championship intros. Raw Women's Championship Match Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella with Brie Bella. The match began at 10.03 p.m. Eastern Time with Rousey taking down Nikki early and toying with her on the mat with some trash talk. Rousey with an arm drag that took down Nikki, who went to the floor. Brie distraction and Nikki shoved Rousey onto the ring post. While Nikki was distracted by the referee, Brie whipped Rousey into the ring post. Back in the ring, Nikki slapped on the chin lock and Nikki also did a leg scissors around the neck of Rousey. Rousey kicked Nikki away. Brie with a cheap shot punch that the referee didn't see and Nikki sent Rousey face first into the ring post. Renee claimed that the Bellas have built an empire which is a bit of a stretch. Back in the ring, Nikki tried an abdominal stretch and Rousey did her best to fight out of it. Rousey broke free. Nikki with a back elbow and Nikki hit a springboard kick to the face of Rousey. The fans were chanting for both ladies. Nikki went for a superplex. Rousey punched her down and Rousey went up top and Rousey went for a cross body block. But Nikki moved out of the way leading to Rousey crashing on the mat. Rousey avoided a baseball slide drop kick leading to Nikki landing out of the ring. Back in the ring, Rousey tripped up Nikki. Rousey put Nikki on her shoulders and Brie got involved. So Rhonda had both bells on her shoulders. Rousey hit her twisting Samoan drop takedown. That took out both bellows with the crowd cheering it. Rousey fired up. Rousey with the kick to the ribs leading to punches by Rousey. More punches from Rousey with Nikki trying to block. Rousey with a two-arm ringer takedowns. Nikki begged off so Rousey slapped her in the face. Rousey picked up Nikki, asked you ready, and tossed Nikki across the ring with Nikki going to the floor. Brie with a punch. Rousey blocked another punch and Ronda tossed Brie over the announcer's table. Nikki came back with an Alabama slam for a two-count. Nikki sent Rousey into the steel ring post, and Nikki hit the rack attack 2.0 for just a two count. This was a good near fall. Nikki threw a tantrum and argued with the referee about it. Nikki went to the middle ropes. Rousey met her up there and took down Nikki aggressively. Rousey grabbed the right arm of Nikki, leading to the armbar submission, and Nikki tapped out at 14.15, giving Ronda the win. Rousey celebrated with her title. Replays aired of the key spots of the match. Rousey walked around ringside with the Raw Women's title on her shoulder. She greeted some fans at ringside. 
Somebody must have told her to go back in the ring because Rousey went back into the ring to hold up the Raw Women's title again. There was a shot of Nia Jax watching Rousey on the TV backstage. Rousey shook hands with the fans as she walked to the back. The other women that appeared on the show were by the entrance and Rousey posed with them to end the show at 10.21 p.m. Eastern Time. Final thoughts. This was a huge show in terms of showing the diversity and evolution, pardon the pun, of the women's brand and women's wrestling. I really enjoyed it and hope they do more events like this in the future. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. You can support the show at paypal.me slash cupofjoepod. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from the heart of Virginia. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 